Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me producing today. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. How you doing, Jake? Uh, you know, living the dream, buddy. How are you? I hope you're having a, a good day today and that uh, life is uh, is treating you kindly. Uh, yeah, I mean... Got a bit of a car issue today. They got to get something fixed. So that's kind of a bummer, but it's all right. But uh, Lloyd's in the next room who has many more car issues than me. And so uh, I, I can't complain too much. Although this part of it might really make you mad, Lloyd, because I, instead of our family just operating with one vehicle, which is what Lloyd has been doing for quite some time, uh, I borrowed my mother's car. So I'm, I'm still mobile, even though my car's at the shop. <laughs> that's good. Happy to hear that. Is Lloyd happy to hear that? He's uh, not. He's not. No, Lloyd's. This is this is an issue in Lloyd's life at the moment, which he'll he'll get under control uh, coming up here pretty soon. I'll well, tell you what, this, Gordon. You'll be. Why, why, what do you mean an issue? What kind of issue? Like he doesn't have one. He's got one car for. Huh. I know this. This comes as a foreign concept to to you who has several. Uh, but yeah, his family's down to one at the moment. I only have one Porsche. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this though so I, I borrowed my mother's car and uh, listen my, my mom is not uh, driving the, the like a Formula One car like you drive but it is uh, it, it's a nice car and it definitely has a lot more pep than mine does per se uh, but I gotta, t- I gotta tell you Gordon you'll be interested in this because it's definitely different from what I usually drive I still managed to go to the speed limit it, it wasn't hard <laughs> It, it really, it really wasn't difficult. I, I still managed to drive in a at, at a safe speed. No, you just don't enjoy, enjoy driving like Gordon does. That may be true, but I mean this this car is what I I, I would bet Gordon would agree is a is an enjoyable car to drive, and uh, sure it is. I still managed to go to go the speed limit. Well, good. I, I'm I'm happy for you. You know, my, you know, what my latest kick is I've been thinking about maybe getting an antique. Uh, some kind of antique, some kind of classic car of some sort, or a truck. You know, never done that before. I've sold some cars I wish I'd kept, but um, okay, don't go get a classic truck because I know you and you would not like it. I would, but I I could see you getting into like maybe 
the muscle car arena or something like that? Or are you uh, are you not on board with the American made cars? No, I had a. Uh, <laughs> oh, you had, had a Trans Am. Trans Am once. That's yeah. right. You pulled up and, to the the baseball field in it. No, I. <laughs> I rode my Stingray bike up to the baseball field. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just been looking at that. I thought, you know, would it be? Okay, so answer me this. Yes, it would be pretentious still. Is is it to replace a car or just to have another car? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten Have another car. But anyway. But but no, I'm just wondering if if I got like a classic truck, like a 1950. No. I can already tell you you're not going to like it. No, no, not even, not if it's uh, been refurbished and whatnot. I, I, that, th- this is my question about whether that would be a fun daily driver or whether it would be a pain in the butt to drive around because you know cars back then didn't have what they have now. Gordon, you and bought a truck how many years ago now? Three, two, two, yeah, and it's it's, it's barely a truck. And it, what do you mean? It's a truck. It's a truck. And you came home like week one complaining about how it drove. No, I really like it. It's fun. It's I know, a, but you a, don't like how it drives on a daily basis, so much so that you got another well, car to drive as your no, daily car. So was... if you drive a truck from the 50s, man, I'm telling you, that's going to come out for maybe a classic car parade or something, but then it's going right back into the garage. You're not driving that thing on the reg. Are you kidding me? I just, you hit a pebble in the road, and it's going <laughs> to heave you off of the bench. Yeah, but they sure are kind of fun, you know? Do you like power steering? <laughs> well, it's been—the one I looked at had been refurbished. It had, like, a new engine in it. And but it's new, still not—they're not giving it power windows, man. I mean, they're not— it, it did, Actually, it did have power windows. Well, then that doesn't even it's count. Then you might as well truck, buy then. a new truck. Yeah. If it's got the, the shell of a classic truck, it's not a classic truck. Oh, but it looked cool. It looked it looked fun, you know. It looked fun. Anyway, I, I just wanted if if there were listeners out there here, wait, wait, ha- have an old have an older truck or an older car, and you drive it. You know, maybe not every day, but you drive it frequently, as opposed to just having it be like a garage queen or something. Uh, do you uh, do do you enjoy doing that, or is that? Is it nice in concept, but a pain in the butt in reality? Okay, let me uh, let me give you an example that I think will paint the picture. All right, and uh, I'm not trying to do a Monson-esque name drop here, but you and I have a, a mutual friend, uh, our guy Doug Wright, right? Uh-huh. And uh, of, well, you uh, know him way better than I do. I know of him. Hall of Fame broadcaster, terrific human. He has an old truck, and I'm embarrassed that I don't know the year because he's had it pretty much my entire life. I mean, like an like an old truck, like what you're uh-huh. talking about. Uh huh. And, and, and so, but but here's the thing. Does he Here, like here's it? the difference between you and Doug. He loves it. He still has it, as far as I know. Um, but here's the difference between you and Doug. Where where was your, let's say, hmm. Your vacations are to someplace tropical. He goes to Eureka, Utah. <laughs> you see what I'm Eureka. getting out here? He, I mean, he I, I spends look. his his vacation time, his precious moments. He cherishes them in in uh, Eureka, Utah, doing stuff with that truck. I that's 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 not you, my friend. You're you're a great human. You are equally you and Doug are, are two of my favorite people ever. You're just different. That's all. No, I, I, no I, I've been around. I've been, I've been, I've been down all over Utah. I've been all over this state, you know, on dirt roads and all kinds of, you know, exploring and whatnot. I've done that. 
You have not, not for a while, but I, I, you know, I did that when I was younger. Actually, my dad took me on some of those trips because he was into that. But okay, but, cool. But that was a while ago now, yeah, and so that's all I'm getting at. I, I don't think if you're going to go down the the classic car route, go go car. Don't go truck. You're not going to like it. Really? Because I think the trucks. I, I just there's something that appeals to me. I, I just wondered if it if some uh, if a if a garage had gone into that truck and made it so that it, 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 it had some of the creature comforts, more modern type stuff, uh, it, it, is it worth it then? Because, you know, I don't want to be out front cranking it. You know, I don't want to do all that because I'm not, I'm not Mr. Fix-It. It's not a Model T. <laughs> what do you mean cranking it? It's not an Acme brand car. <laughs> uh, brother. Anyway. Henry Ford actually sat in this car. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds kind of fun to me, though, and I've never really considered that before. Although Dad, can I, have... I borrow the keys? No, but here's the hand crank. <laughs> and those things don't go near fast enough for you. We, let's let's ignore, you, you know, number one reason why you're not getting one of those. Well, the the, the one I saw that caught my eye, I think it had like a, a, v, a new V8 in it. and uh, it So had... just buy a new truck. This isn't a cla- That isn't a classic truck at all. Well, I, I like the styling of it. it, it it's, it's got a, it appeals Once to me again, from, it comes down to status and looks. No, it's got yeah. nothing to do with it's, what anybody it's else thinks. the message thinks. you want to no, put no, out no. there in the no, world. No, no, no. We're it's back. What, no, no, Here Jake. we are. See, this tells me a lot about you because I didn't even think of that. I, it appealed to me. I don't care what anybody else thinks about yeah. it. I'm, oh. not taking, I'm, not, I'm not taking a poll about, hey, do you think this is a beautiful truck? I'm saying from a pragmatic standpoint, are they... Are they too much of a pain to drive? That because I've never I've never driven something like but, that on a regular basis. Here's my point: driving a truck from the '50s with an engine from two months ago <laughs> is the same as buying jeans that have that come with holes in them. <laughs> what do you mean? That's the the jeans with the holes in them. That's a that's a stylish thing with uh, especially with the women. These you're days. sending a message that you haven't earned. <laughs> what you have to wear the jeans out yourself? Yes, yes, you have to earn those holes. Oh, is that what you say to a, a, a runway model that's wearing the the holy jeans? That's you what look I'd up say and say, to, "Hey, you didn't earn those." Yes, you, that's you, what you I'd say you to anybody. You didn't put a new roof on your house in those. You know who doesn't buy those jeans? My wife, because she knows that's the first thing I'd say. <laughs> oh, It'd be the oh, first so- sentence out of my mouth. Uh-huh. You didn't earn those those. So you're holes. fashion bullying your wife. I don't view it as bullying as much as it is uh, having a voice in the relationship. She's more than willing to critique my outfits on a daily basis, which I, I take into consideration before ignoring them and walking out the door. I do. My little turn on the cat walk. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, what was that? Yeah, you buy a classic car, you fix up that engine. You know, the engine's a critical part of the car. You drop in power windows and a new engine. That's not a, that's not a classic car. That's just you signaling to your buddies like, hey. <laughs> my buddies, my buddies I appreciate the, the fun. No, my buddies don't care what I drive. That's, that's not it at all. But, you know, I mean, I, I, there there is a bit of nostalgia that comes with it because, you know, I grew up in the era of those trucks back in the 30s. And I, it would, you know, I kind of bring happy memories. Does this 51 Ford have OnStar? Yeah, I think you should do it. I take it back. I'm reversing course on this. You should. Go for it. I want to see how it goes. 
I, I just wonder, do you have to be, do you have to be a mechanic to enjoy that kind of purchase? Or, you know, can you just be a car enthusiast? Because I don't, I'm not a collector. I don't want to buy it and stick it in a garage. That's, that's not, uh, that's not the whole thing. But I know that's what a lot of people do. All right. Should we, should we dive into the, the topics of the day? Should we get there? Okay. All right. Oh, oh by the way, I, I wanted to congratulate Austin because oh, no. his angels are off to a decent start. Oh, they lost far. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but still, were they four and two? Yeah, but it's because it's not been easy. They've they they've won each game. I think in the eighth inning or later, uh, for either come back, come from behind, or breaking a tie. And that's because the bullpen, as displayed yesterday, is horrible, awful, terrible, junky, terrible. But you know, as I once was forced to say. Pitching isn't the problem. Nope. It's Mike Trout. Hey, he sucks. That was a controversial <laughs> opinion. You know, but the Angels do have the player with the longest home run and the fastest pitch of the year. So they Showtime. got that going for him, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Angels are 4-2, and two, Jake. Uh, they're almost as good as my Phillies at 4-1. and one. And um, your, your team has struggled a little bit with health issues and whatnot, but they are level at 1-1. One and one. How nice for you. I feel so happy for such a diehard fan like yourself. I'm just glad you're you're tasting some success. Congratulations. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> All right. Here's what's coming up on the show today. Uh, at uh, 3 o'clock, we'll do what's going on. At 4, Tom Chambers will be on the show. He's the uh, Suns analyst on their television broadcast. Uh, maybe we'll hit him with a huge question or two. Uh, BT will join us at 4.30. Talk Masters. David Locke at 5. Pre-game starts at 7. Suns Jazz at eight. That's a big game tonight. I know that the players have said, some of them say it's just another game, you know, and it is true. And see, here's the thing. Well, let's, I'll wait. I'll wait to talk about it. Let's uh, okay. we'll get into the split. Okay. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. When a team suddenly makes a leap, um, as the Jazz have this season, or you could say the same thing of the Phoenix Suns this season, which is an even bigger leap given that they you know, hadn't been in the playoffs in 10 years and suddenly are you know, among the top two in the West by record, you, know, you always – um, you know, a month in, you go, oh, well, that, that's nice. I, I didn't see that coming. Well, let's see if it lasts. And then, you know, another few weeks, another month. And, oh, well, yeah, I, I guess this looks legit, but let's see how things look, you know, after the All-Star break. Or let's see what happens after they have some adversity. And then when a team keeps doing it, as the Jazz have, you think, oh, okay, this, this is who they are now. And so I, I think that's safe to conclude. I think the interesting thing, though, too, though, is, is that, you know, of course, they're going to be measured by however far they go in, in the postseason. And it just feels like it keeps getting more and more crowded. I mean, I think there's five teams that I wouldn't be surprised if they represented. I'd be more surprised by some than others. I'd be very surprised by Phoenix, given where they've come from. But, but, but it shouldn't be a stunner, given what they've done so far. That was our friend Howard Beck talking about the Phoenix Suns. It is going to be a big one tonight. Gordon, and uh, I'll, I'll uh, send you the direction you were looking to go here by saying that uh, the the um, 
article up on the Tribune's website about tonight's game had had a highlight for, or had a headline for the ages. I thought Utah Jazz will treat Wednesday's one versus two matchup against the Suns like just another game, and also <laughs> like a playoff game. <laughs> it can be both. It can be both. You know, it's hot in here, but it's also cold. And actually, in there, that's not that, impossible. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. But I get the point, yeah. It's cloudy outside, but it's also sunny. <laughs> it really can't be that simultaneously, though. You know, It's <laughs> just like any other game. But, but, but also... It, but, but in this case... The seeming collision there is is applicable because on the one hand, whether you win the game or you lose the game, you got to treat it like it's just another game. Either way, but it has some pretty important ramifications uh, from from a pragmatic standpoint too. I mean, the Jazz or were they up two two and a half games over the Suns? I mean, this is a way for the Suns to just close that cut that down to one and a half. And the Jazz are looking at themselves. Make no mistake, man. They they they're wondering about themselves too. They they want to know how good they are. You saw the quotes from Mike Conley. He said, "Yeah, we 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 want to know." We're, we're, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially, this is a measurement game. I'm enjoying my coffee, but it's also <laughs> tea. <laughs> See, it can't be that. <laughs> Some things can't coexist at the same. It can't be true at the same time, but this can be, sort of, in a weird, twisted way. No, I get it. I, I really do. It just it it just made me laugh. You know, covered a <laughs> covered a lot of ground in that, in that headline. But I think uh, that uh, that headline was somewhat reflecting what the players were. Saying. I mean, isn't it all really just hyperbole that we surround the game with? I I mean, I think the Jazz. You re, you go through. I mean, Eric Walden wrote the piece in it. He did a great job. Uh, and you go through and you look at the quotes, and, and they're treating this as a, as a big game because it's a tough team, and it's a it's a team that they're going to compete with in the Western Conference. I would I wouldn't be surprised if both teams have a little extra juice going into this one, and uh, you know we'll see we'll see what happens. Jazz lost to this team earlier in the season, and so we'll see if that that you know this turns out to be some sort of measuring stick game. But something you alluded to yesterday, I'll tell you this right now: I'm not going to change my opinion on this Jazz team. For better or worse, based on the results of tonight's game. Oh well, see, that's the other. That's the flip side. You know, it's it's big for for uh, self esteem issues. It's big for the numbers in the win loss record, uh, for positioning. It's important, really important. But is it is it? Are you going to make a conclusion off of it? No. I mean, that's yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I agree with you completely. But the Jazz are going to be up for this one, uh, and they've talked about it honestly, candidly, and they should be because I believe in the Suns, man. I, I think that's a good team. And you look at what, what they're doing this year, that's no fluke, man. That's, that's What have they won, 9 of 10 and 6 straight? I mean, the, the, this team is, is really good. They've they made some adjustments. Chris Paul has had a really nice effect on that team. The the younger players have uh, have come along. It, it's there are a lot of similarities with what the Jazz are doing. 
You know, they're they're evolving as the season is unfolding. And so that's why I think people that look at the Jazz and look at the Suns and just toss them away like, oh, come on. I, I think they're full of it. I mean, I don't know whether these teams are going to go deep in the playoffs or not. But I know this, when you watch them play, uh, you know, if the regular season means anything at all, both of these teams are really, really good. Do you believe in the Suns more so than the Jazz? No, no, I wouldn't go that far. But I do I do think both of them have a chance to do some stuff in the postseason that uh, could chip away at that whole idea of, oh, it's the Lakers and Clippers all the way, and that's just sort of the nuggets, and this other stuff is just window dressing. I, I, I'm not, I don't go there. I think anybody, any team that underestimates, uh, well, this may be true for, for most of the teams that are going to qualify for the playoffs in the West. Anybody who underestimates any of them, I think, is asking for a bloody nose. Because I, I, I think they all can, can win more, go beyond the first round of the playoffs if they are properly, you know, have the proper mindset. I think they're talented enough to do it. Who's going to be uh, the most competitive? Who's going to be the use the most for, for, force and focus? I mean, th- that's what's so cool about what's happening with these teams, and I think the Suns are right there in the thick of it. Just because they haven't done anything in the past, I'm not predicting that they're going to win an NBA title, but I, I think they they can contend for one. Much like the Jazz, Gordon, the Suns are good on both offense and defense, probably yeah. a big part of the reason for their success. Seventh in offensive rating, fifth in uh, in defensive rating, and they're all pulling in the same direction. I, I agree with you. The, the Suns are, are not to... Uh, not to be doubted. Uh, everybody's known Devin Booker's talented. I think Aiden is much better this year than I expected uh, him to be on both sides of the ball, actually. And, yeah, Chris Paul is having a similar effect that he did in Oklahoma City. So it, it'll, certainly be, it'll certainly be an intriguing matchup. Yes, I, I agree with that. And it really kind of bothers me when, when, when either NBA observers who, uh, who are supposed experts or just casual fans just toss these teams away. Like, like, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The Lakers are going to get healthy at the end. They're just going to steamroll straight through to the finals. I, I don't believe that. It could happen. But, man, I'll tell you, I've been impressed by what I've seen, both out of the Jazz and the Suns. I think the Nuggets are going to be really dangerous. The Clippers, Clippers, you, I mean, they're talented enough to do some stuff. So how's it all going to turn out? Man, don't. I, I, here's a question for you, Jake. Do you think that these regular season games have any kind of lasting effect? You know, it's it's another number. I get that. But do you think that this somehow can uh, can hurt a team's attitude if they run into this team, particular opponent, in the playoffs? Do they remember, or do you think it's, it's totally a non-factor? Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can phrase it this way. Well, Gordon... I think that they remember, but it's also a non-factor. <laughs> See if I can gonna, if I can put that gonna, if I can put that out there. Is this the going to be a show of contradiction? Is that what this is going to be? Uh, here's the thing: players, of course, they remember interactions and games and those sorts of things. But does does it affect things once it's zero zero in the playoffs? Probably not. Maybe you can even say the same thing for games within 
a single playoff series. I mean, think of the Jazz last year against the Nuggets. In some of the games, it looked like the Jazz just were going to kick that team to the curb. And then, whoa, wait a second, what happened next? You know, so it can turn on a dime. I remember one year back in the Jazz glory years with Stockton and Malone. I think uh, one of those years that they faced the, the, the Lakers in the playoffs, they had not won a regular season game against the Lakers that year, and then they beat them in the playoffs. So uh, that stands out in my mind. I remember that. And so maybe it doesn't really matter in the long term, but it does matter from a standpoint of the way a team feels about itself in the here and now. And, uh, and it, it, uh, it, it, it certainly helps as far as the numbers game goes in the, in the, in the standings. So it, I, I'm really looking forward to this one. I know it's a late game, Jake, and you don't like staying up late. Not, you know, I get it, but, uh, this one has to have you pretty pumped up. Yeah. I can't hear it in my voice I'm bouncing off the walls over here. Doesn't really sound like it. Oh, Hey, now an insult. No, you didn't. You didn't sound. Austin, did that sound like he was pumped up? Uh, it it, I, it more sounded uh, sarcastic. It no. kind of did. It kind of did. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, can you hear it in my voice? Never I'm been sar- off the walls over here. You know. I mean, when you said that, Jake, you made uh, Aaron Rodgers sound like he was just ecstatic and <laughs> uh, hosting uh, Jeopardy. Gordon, I'm often sarcastic, but dead serious the whole time. And also, <laughs> and also very, uh, very flippant. It's going to be a great day. No, I'm excited for tonight's game. Yeah, it should be a it should be a great basketball game. I'm I'm excited to see these teams uh, uh, match up again. It's been a minute, and they're both you know one two showdown in the West. It's going to be a real snoozer. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I'm looking forward. To, I want to see how. How, uh, especially, you know, there's a lot of talk. A lot of people compare Booker with Donovan Mitchell, and uh, and, and for good reason. I get that, but uh, it'll be it'll be fun to see those two very effective scores go at one another, or if I don't know whether they cover each other or not, but uh, just to see how they perform. And then, of course, the crafty Mike Conley going up against uh, you know two veterans with uh, Chris Paul. So that'll be a whole lot of fun. And you mentioned Aiden. And then uh, Rudy Gobert, obviously. How's that going to work out? And then the supporting cast for both teams uh, are pretty darn good. So, um, yeah, it's good all the way around. And also the rest of the team. More Big Show coming up you next. Know, Stay it's tuned. Really gonna, it's really going to be a snoozer, though. I wouldn't really pay much attention to it. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, 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 uh. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Uh, uh, uh. And the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. What if you had it all, but nobody to call? Maybe then you'd know me. Cause I've had everything, but no one's listening. And that's just Of the day today, 
Justin Bieber, selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and artist insight. Go to uh, LiveNation.com. Um, any particular inspiration for the Beeps there, Gordon? Uh, I've never really been a big Justin Bieber guy, but uh, but uh, uh, a member of my family suggested uh, Justin Bieber has a new record out, and uh, this song is on it, I guess. It's a feel-good album. Yeah, you couldn't find some more upbeat? Well, this isn't, isn't he song. famous for like his dancing or something? Like, what if you had it all, but nobody to call? <laughs> Maybe then you'd know me. Well, I picked this particular song because I'm in such a happy mood today. You are. It's a day of contradiction, Jamie. In honor of the <laughs> the headline in the Tribune today. Just like any other so game. This is a, I feel for Justin all of a sudden. Oh, I it's, don't. Kind of, it's kind of melancholy, <laughs> though. Right. Suck it up, Buttercup. You ever read that story about that house he trashed in the. That's, he, he just referenced that in the song. Is that what he was yeah, referencing? When he was an idiot kid. Wasn't no, that like off. two years ago? <laughs> it was that like wasn't 29. Even, that wasn't know. even that long ago. <laughs> Hey, we all make mistakes when we're young and stupid. <laughs> I know, but the the point is is that he has the ability to do that and then like zero ramification whatsoever, you know? Like Austin well, does something like that and he'd be at point of the mountain. Wait a minute. What did he did, what did he do? He like caused like $25,000 worth of damage in one weekend partying in some house he Well, he probably paid for it, didn't he? I don't know, but I don't, I don't think you can just go, you know, ransacking other people's houses. <laughs> I don't think that's that's something you can just do. Are you telling me that privilege comes with uh, and I think wasn't there and wealth? A, wasn't there a bunch of drugs and stuff there too? Yeah. Hey, he had a rush stretch. Well, no. Hey, it, it, knock yourself out. But that behavior for most people would would be detrimental. Uh, he was renting it for a hundred k a month. And then uh, his team said he moved out, and the landlord said, no, nah, he was kicked out. Ah, he was. But he was just an idiot kid of 26. Of 26. <laughs> and how old is just he now? Just an idiot kid of 34. I don't know how old. Uh, do we know how old he is? Isn't he married to a Baldwin? Yeah. Remember the old uh, Alec Baldwin famous voicemail? Where he yelled at his daughter? Yeah. That one? He's married to her. Oh. Uh, Justin oh, wow. is now 27. Oh, well, see, he's fully grown. Like a year ago. That, that year was like 10. <laughs> well, you, that's, that's what happens sometimes. You learn your lessons, you live, and you, you come to some realizations along the way. Half the songs ever written have been that, that, of that theme. Okay, that's fine. I don't you know you just true, asked me if I'd feel bad for him. I certainly don't. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to find out whether we like Justin Bieber today. And I don't know how our listeners feel because it's not exactly the most macho pick. Uh, but, uh, but you know, we'll see. I mean, should I feel ashamed for picking Justin Bieber? Ashamed? Nah. You can do whatever you want. It, I mean, is that embarrassing? Does that somehow make me less of a man? You know, I'm not going to criticize it, but after what you said, if I, even, if I did say, wow, yes, it does, Gordon, you'd be like, how dare you say that about my loved one that picked Justin Bieber? You'd, you'd throw that right at us, and then we'd feel bad because we felt like we said something negative about your loved one. So well, see, it's, a, is, it's a lovely this, pick. It's, this, it's see, wonderful. I will enjoy every moment. This is the problem, and we, it needs to end right here on The Big Show. It needs to end. This whole idea that somehow someone judges you according to who we have for band of the day? 
or artist of the day? There's no reflection on who I am. One time I was asked by a friend, he said, do you like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? And I said, the Beatles. And he said, okay, that's all I need to know about you. And it wasn't meant in the, in the most positive way. Who are you judging me? Because I like a particular band or I like a certain song or I, you know, it doesn't seem fair. I wasn't judging you. In fact, I was saying I wasn't going to criticize it because then you'd, you'd tell me I was insulting your family. All right. What? Well, I, I am curious to know from our listeners whether. whether they- I never understood a single word he said. But Big I- Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome back. All right. I'm having flashbacks to my younger days. An acid flashback? No. This is the most overplayed song in the history of radio. Stop it. Would you stop ruining uh, things uh, that I love like uh, Three Dog Night? Would you knock it off, please? It, it just was. I could knock it a band of the day without Gordon crapping all over it. It's true. <laughs> no, see, that wasn't so that judging goes, you. That goes like right in the face of no. everything you just said. No, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that that song, even though it was a good song, it had been overplayed. That you know, That was a fact. It wasn't, uh, there was no... There was no, uh, you know, value assigned to it. Well, I'll tell you, Gordon. I'm proud of you for your your Bieber pick. Couldn't have been better. Terrific. I'm work. a I'm a I'm a Bieber believer. It doesn't say anything about you whatsoever. Just that you picked Justin Bieber today. Let's uh, let's talk about Zach Wilson for a second here, Gordo, and I'll I'll set it up and and we'll uh, we'll play some sound here. Uh, but okay. uh, Steve Young, of all people, is uh, breaking news about Zach Wilson. Uh, he did a radio interview and basically said that the Niners would love to have him, and he's first on their list, but the Jets are already courting the family, and that pretty much is a uh, done deal. Yes, and Joe Douglas uh, of the Jets was asked about this after the news came out that Steve Young had said that, and uh, he had an interesting uh, uh, response to it. What did you think of Steve Young's comments on the radio? Apparently he did some detective work and spoke to some members of the coaching staff, and he said the Jets are, quote, committed to Zach Wilson. Uh, Steve's, uh, Steve's plugged into uh, BYU pretty well. Um, I know uh, it, it, it was good being out there at the pro day and uh, just had an opportunity to you know, speak to his representatives, um, say hello to a couple members of his family quickly. Um and, you know, BYU put on a, a great pro day for, for the entire NFL, first class, uh, first class organization. And uh, it, it was a good day out there. You know, um, like I said, we're, we're excited about this class and we're excited about this quarterback class. So um, we still have a lot of our process left uh, in these three plus weeks leading up to the draft and a lot of productive conversations, conversations in the future coming up. So that's not exactly a denial. No, it's not. And uh, I don't know whether I believe. I, I think they will have discussions, but I think they they probably are fairly decided into I don't know which quarterback they want. Yeah, because why not? I mean, everybody, it seems like a foregone conclusion that Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. And so the Jets, you know, have the luxury of time to come to a dis, you know a, a, a conclusion on who they're going to take, so it wouldn't surprise me if if that were the case. I thought it was interesting that Steve Young said that uh, the Niners um, 
put Zach Wilson atop their list as well, even though they're likely not going to be able to get him based on that news. But none of this is is a total surprise to me. I do value this information more than draft information that we often get from reporters. Well, when you're as high as Zach Wilson is in this draft, uh, I think a team – has contacted him and has let him know. Now, they might be lying to him, but I would be pretty surprised if he didn't have a pretty good idea where he was going to end up going. Now, if these things can change, uh, who knows? But uh, It's know, different, think- Ed, too, though, Gordon, because you've heard the the stories I know in the past of guys who get picked later in the draft who, you know, hey, Denver called me and they said they're going to pick me because mm-hmm. stuff happens. You know, right. guys fall, guys rise, stuff happens. You never know. But with the number two pick. Right. Right, exactly. Like, we're, I, we're going to take you at number two unless you go one, I guess. And then <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll deal with it. But, I mean, when you're picking number two, that's a little different than if you're around in the seventh, you're going to be a Tennessee Titan. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a friend of mine growing up whose dad – was a salesman, and he was a very good salesperson. He was his company's a major company, and he was their number one national salesman. All right. So my friend tells me this story. He said he was in the garage with his dad, and his dad had a had an associate or someone who, who was he knew in the garage, and he spotted his son's. He spotted my friend's bike that was in the garage, a very nice bike. And he saw it, and he said, wow, I really like that bike. Uh, is it for sale? And it, it, my friend's dad said, yes, <laughs> everything's for sale. <laughs> and my friend's going, wait, Dad, you're going to sell my bike right out from under me? Same thing with this. I mean, the Jets can sit there and they can wink, wink, and say, uh, well, we, we're, we're evaluating uh, all the prospects. But the Jets have no problem with Zach Wilson being highly regarded around the league because who knows what might happen. So the, I mean, the, the, if, the Zach Wilson is the bike in this circumstance? Yes. I mean, if, and, and who, well, is, let's who say, is Willie Loman? The but, Jets? Well, let's say that the Niners at number three oh, really, de- that joke. Re- really decide that Zach Wilson is the guy they want. Well, the Jet Zach Wilson's for sale. I mean, if the Niners came to the Jets and said, "Hey, man, we'll 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 flip spots with you, and we'll give you a couple of really nice draft picks, and maybe uh, throw in a real nice player too," they'll make that flip. They make that flip, so they don't have any problem with Zach Wilson being tied to them because he's a valuable asset. And there might be somebody who would say, "Whoa, we got to do something. Let's uh, let's let's give the Jets a call." But I I, I think this was uh, I think the Jets had planned on Zach Wilson. I think this has been the case uh, for quite some time now. And even if Darnold had stayed, uh, I think that they would have taken Zach Wilson. But I could be wrong. That's the way it seems. All right, we'll have more big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. If I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. I could take you places you ain't never been before. Baby, take a chance or you'll never ever know. I got money in my hands that I really like to blow. Swipe, swipe, swipe. 
You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've got what's going on coming on for you at the top 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Eddie Johnson was on with uh, with Hanson Scotty, and I'm told he may have some, said some things. It'll stir things up a little bit. We'll get into those comments coming up uh, in the top 3 o'clock hour, so make sure and uh, stay tuned for that. Gordon, big news in the college basketball world today. Uh, yes. The University of Arizona has canned Sean Miller, uh, who had one year left on his contract. He is out, and uh, assistant uh, Jack Murphy will serve as interim head coach. Uh, this is what Arizona had to say, quote, We appreciate Sean's commitment to our basketball program and to the university after – Taking the many factors involved into account, we simply believe that we need a fresh start, and now is the time. I want to thank Sean, Amy, and their sons for their service to the university and wish them the very best in the future, unquote. So is this one of those moments in time where a a college basketball program, a school, holds on to a coach, even if he's uh, got some baggage, as long as they think he might be able to win for them, but when it looks like he may not be able to win for them, then he's out the door. Okay, so what's funny about that is your mind went there, that that, that was the reason, and my mind went to what new information did Arizona get recently <laughs> that would lead them to this uh, decision? Because they've they've stuck with, as you point out, they've stuck with Sean through thick and thin. I mean, he had members of his staff going to prison, and they stuck with that guy. Do you remember when when he missed a game because they thought some evidence was going to come out, and then the evidence didn't quite surface, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh no, he can coach again." I think it was the Utes that he missed the game against. I'll have to go. I'll have to fact check that. Uh, but they stuck with him for a long time, and now, and Scotty pointed this out. And I, I'll give Scotty credit for this. If it were about the losing, wouldn't they have done it at the end of the year? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you uh, don't know? That's when I, coaches I, I, are always fired. It's never a I, month I, later. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's maybe not. they were have, Maybe they were having an argument about whether. You know, whether they should get rid of him. It just took some time. A month? <laughs> I don't see as much significance in that as you. Let's see you here. Know. The Utes and the Aggies have both lost and signed new coaches in this period of time, Gordon. <laughs> and the Utes took the coach from the Aggies. So it's not like they could go simultaneously. Jake, I just think that uh, I, I, maybe you're right. You could be right. But I, I'm just saying when you go 11 and 9 in conference and you've got the baggage too, then then that's when it becomes a problem. You know, you, you, if, you're, if you're winning and you're winning big, then uh, but then they go, let's see, what, what's been their record over the past few years? Uh, it, you know, it, it hasn't been up to Arizona standards, Right. 
Uh, you, I, I'm not I'm not buying your theory if that's what you're asking me. But I see and, what and you're saying. Two years two years ago they were eight and ten in conference, and maybe this maybe this backs up your argument. Uh, and and last year they were let me check they were ten and eight. I mean that's just not good enough to hang on to a coach that's been dragging you through the mud. Yeah, I'm well, surprised he lasted as long as he did. He has another year left on his deal. Well, Maybe I'm surprised by that, too. Again, playing into the, well, why now, really? And his yeah. record this year, Gordon, has been the same for a month now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like he lost last week. So I want to know. I want it's to not know. like his. It's not like his overall records have been that poor. Uh, but it's you know, uh, it's it's not that hard to go seventeen and nine overall these days. But when your nine losses are conference losses, then uh, then you know, get rid of them. If it's about the losses, sure. If that's what it is, why wouldn't it be about that? Why would they wait? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, but you can argue it the other way too. That they waited for fun? I don't know what they're reading. <laughs> that, that they I, were they were on I, vacation. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they waited as long as they did. Tell you the truth, right? So something happened, and I know I want to know what that is. <laughs> It'll probably come out. I doubt it. Later. I mean, last year, not this past season, but the season before, the Wildcats were twenty-one and eleven, but they were ten and eight in conference. I mean, that's just—I'm uh, surprised he didn't get fired last year. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you think more's coming? Hmm. <laughs> well, you think the FBI is still on the hunt? No, no. Uh, I, uh, but I—I'm coming around with you, Gordon. I—I I do think they probably wanted to ensure that all the good coaching candidates were snapped up, so they waited a little <laughs> while just to make sure that they were behind the curve. Well, to make it a little more that... challenging on themselves, because after all, they uh, are Arizona. Yeah, yeah, but if you want to look at it that way, maybe if there's all these back uh, back room deals going on, maybe they have somebody already, and they they they're pretty confident about who they're going to get. Who's running Adidas these days? He's the next head he's coach in next, Arizona. He's yeah. the next guy. No reason. Or who's the Adidas guy? Wink, wink. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm surprised he's lasted as long as he has. And I know that now he's down to one year left, and how much does he make a year? Three, four, and five million? I don't know. So uh, I'm, I'm surprised this didn't happen long ago, actually. All right, uh, coming up next, we've got what's going on. Stay tuned. Hey, you know what? You know what, though, Jake? He's, he's, a, he's a mentor of young men. He cares about his players. He, uh, you know, it's about it's about the student athlete and his oh, oh. Tom Chambers is going to be on the show, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Talk some Phoenix See, Suns basketball with Tom. Tom is perfect for so many reasons because obviously he's connected to the Suns. Um, the, the lion's share of his career, he had a great time there. And he's doing the, the color analyst uh, role. And uh, he also played for the Jazz. And as you mentioned earlier... Former youth. Brian Cover Taylor. all the bases. Brian Taylor. Didn't, now, wait. In a day like today, did he play for the Utes and for BYU? A day of contradiction? Uh, 
No. Okay. <laughs> I don't you know, know if that adds a feel you know, of that headline, really. I, I'm just wondering whether maybe, you know, uh, Zach Wilson will be drafted by both the Jets and the Niners. I'm guessing not. Uh, BT, not Bob, will be on with us at 4.30. David Locke at 5. Jazz pregame starts at uh, 7. Stay tuned. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.